Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all comes into reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got to flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fetch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray Rand, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living life to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen, lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight till the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's the best life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, wait with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. To start conference recording, press one. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi Dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. Today is Wednesday, August 17, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. It is a wonderful Wednesday morning. 
Man, Ray, you sound like you're in the tunnel. First time that ever happened. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, did you send me that text? Oh, ABC. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, uh, I just want you to know that Claudia is sending me pictures and she don't have on no green lipstick. But anyway. Yeah. Um, it's a totally uh, different person. I know. I was like, who is this? Anyway, guys, uh, I'm I'm looking at something else here. Uh, that's ready to send me because it's kind of. Um, Oh, ridiculous. All right. So this is what I'm looking at. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And I guess we cut our time down once again. But I want to be a little more realistic and more concerning with this. Because I really like to start at 10 o'clock. Let's have time to discuss and get over it because there's a lot of stuff right now that I could be talking to you about except what I'm talking about. <laughs> Except for I realize I think everybody here knows or should know if you're paying attention, listening to the calls, recordings, whatever, that um, Ray is doing an event in Detroit, which he is, which is okay. But we scheduled the call for a time, and we should be doing our call so he can go out and do what he's doing. Everybody else is out doing stuff, all the other TNT people that he's supposed to be with, some of them are actually listening to the call while they're doing it. But he should be participating in that, and he's not. He's here waiting for a call to start that should have already started, and we could have gone through it. Besides that, I said it, and I keep saying, let's try and start on time. It's 1045. And we still haven't even got 100 people. I just told Ray, come on, let's just do it so we can get it over with. And you can go ahead and enjoy the people that are there with you and, and what you're doing. But I got to tell you guys, I mean, we got 10,000 people. Uh, we're 10,000 people right now on the call. And it takes 45 minutes to get less than 100. And don't think for not one minute, I don't want any of you to think that 9,000 people are sending in donations through the mail, or even 1,000. I don't even want you to think that 500 people are, because they're not, okay? Or 200 people. How many pieces of mail did you get this week, you know, before you left? 20? I mean, I don't know. I actually don't know, so I'm asking. But I tell you what, it's not. Oh, I guess you're not telling me. But I tell you what, it's not. It's not no hundred pieces of mail, two hundred pieces of mail. Or even I said about I said about twenty five, thirty, I think. Similar just under thirty. Okay. So and we got less than a people on this call, but yet we get forty, fifty, sixty thousand people a week listening to the call. That's still ridiculous to me. So I was thinking about it right today. If I get less than 100 people, I can do 30 people uh, on my phone conference call. So if you guys are making your donations daily, I want you to make sure you include your phone number. Because it takes this long for me to get to 100. I'm just going to do calls with with you. I'm still going to notify everybody to what I said when the time comes. But I'll just do the daily update calls with with that, if it takes this long to get a hundred people, no way. I'm not taking up my time and Ray's time, and we'll just go ahead and do individual updates, because that makes sense to me. Instead of thousands and thousands of people, because that's what you are sitting back waiting for a hundred people to make the call happen every day or three times a week. That's just ridiculous to me. Out of twenty thousand people a day, you can't get a hundred people to donate before 10 o'clock. But, all right, maybe it's not that important. Maybe it's not as important as I think it is. So maybe you update the information or what to do once the call starts really isn't that important, but I guess we'll see. Okay, so there is information out there, but I got to say the other thing that really bothered me again last night, I actually wanted to read it to you guys because it's just uh, 
And I'm going to give you information. Unfortunately, you got to go through it to get to it because there is some information, uh, something to look forward to, but we're doing this first. <laughs> this is this. It's just, uh, wait, I got to find it first. This is crazy. I mean, just mind baffling to me. <laughs> How does he even work? So, Bruce did a call, because I got a text every year, once again. He was told the Redemption Center staff report at 9.30 Eastern. Expect early morning, 10 a.m. or early afternoon, 1 p.m. in each time zone tomorrow or Thursday for us to go. It's supposed to happen for 11 days. Some may be at resumption centers. Others with no Zoom safe link will give info to the nearest level one bank. Them hearing like bonds get 1%, 99% at 2%. No interest while funds in GFS, but interest when I put in tier one bank. This is just, and I don't understand why it's over and over and over again. You guys know the the, the boy, the, what do they call him? What's the little boy that lie about the wolf all the time? You know? I don't know. I don't know what they call him, except a liar. The boy who cried wolf. Yeah, I think that is wolf. Over and over and over again, how can you do this every other day to people who are supposed to be following you, believing in you, or just out there really looking for it. And it's the same message. And you know it's not true. We can easily identify it's not true. And I can say, because I never got a phone call. I had no people at every redemption center. Nobody's at a call center. No bank is on standby. I say this again, again, and again. There's no time frame set. And they're surely not going to tell us that far either. And there's only five gurus right to this day we know that are on the list to receive the 800 numbers. And you see none of them posting any bullshit like this every other day, two, three times a week. So and I said, either somebody's seen them bad information and it's literally, literally like a zombie or something that's repeating everything here, always outright just lying because he don't have anything else to say. But it's starting to really, really piss me off. It's the same thing over and over and over and over. With no other information. It's just this. I don't even know how to do a call. For anybody else, for that matter, that's all they do. And it sure piss all you off who are consistently hearing it. Nobody's here to lie to you. They're here to tell you what's being said and done when it's happening. But this doesn't even make any sense. Especially not for it to be the same mess over and over every call. But I guess you don't have anything else to talk about. You can always talk about me. I let people talk about me all the time. So. All right. I just had to get those two things out of my way because it was frustrating me this morning. That was last night because it was just ridiculous. And I hear it again. And I don't get it from one person. I get it from a bunch of people. What do you think? Is it real this time? Could he be right? Blah, blah, blah. No is the answer. No. And the bad part is the one time when he's going to be right and we all get it, nobody's going to believe it. That's what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. All right, let's get to some news. Good stuff going on. Interesting stuff going on. And uh, we'll see. So, Sadar gave the federal court until Friday to make a decision. Well, the federal court made a decision. They said, hey, we'll make a decision on August the 30th. That's when we're going to make the decision, (laughs) not by Friday. But why is that significant to us at all? Because before the court said we're not involved in it. We can't make a decision. We're not going to do anything. Now they're saying we'll have a decision by the 30th. Wonder what could have changed this. 
was it the lawsuit he filed? Was it how he filed it? Or was it the fact that they've been having meetings all across the country and everybody knows something is going to change? So, Al Kazimi um, put out yesterday that he's going to meet with all the leaders in the country today. He said, we're going to work this out. We're going to have a meeting, put some dialogue in here. Everybody showed up at the meeting with the exception of Sadar, Sadar representative. Everybody else, I mean, the framework had people there. Kurdistan had people there. Uh, some of the other groups uh, were there. No representative from Sadar's group at all. They said they came to agreements and conclusions, and I said what you guys are probably saying, who cares what you came to if Siddhar didn't agree to it? And you're saying that's the only problem is Siddhar is not agreeing to it. Framework put out the exact same thing before the meeting, at the meeting, that they want Parliament to meet that they want to name the prime minister, that they want a temporary government, then they want to. What would happen under a normal process? Except we all know, because I know if they get that, now they got a normal government, they have the possibility of not doing any of it. And that's what he keeps saying. You guys lie all the time at all. Supposedly, somebody from Sadarzu did call into the meeting after not showing up, after Sadar tweeted, we are not attending the meeting, we are not participating. They're saying they got a phone call afterwards and that some things were agreed to and we're gonna have to see what that is later, if it actually happens. So the framework uh, or Miri suggested that they change their nomination for the prime minister if Sadar will agree to it. And then they'll do everything else. They just don't want to do it with Al Kazimi or they won't don't want to do it as a caretaker government because they're saying it's unconstitutional. And I understand that part. If they were honest about what they do and everything else, they would be doing the right thing, saying the right thing. But they're not. So part of the framework came out with some rhetoric about it's time for them to do something which really looked like violence against Sadar's group on Saturday during the demonstration. Uh, so that kind of heated things up in the media, on the streets. So Sadar has postponed Saturday's 2 million, because it's up to 2 million now, until further notice. Because he said, we know they're trying to start a civil war. We're not going to give it to them. So we're not going to show up on Saturday. Wait until further notice. Simply because they were talking about, uh, or some of the framework, not all of them, were talking about violence and, and starting some things. So we're going to see what happens. Now, I said, I don't know actually if that's why, because he said that's why he did it, or because the federal government said we're going to make a decision on the 30th. If it's not resolved by the 30th, we'll make a decision. So it's going to give them time to continue doing what they're doing, which we know is absolutely nothing but talking. <laughs> Until somebody forces them to do something. And that is what... Uh, Sadar did say, okay, you guys have been peaceful. We've been dragging it out. But what's going to happen is you are going to force the international community to take control of our country if we don't make the decisions now, because that's what's going to happen. Sadar did say that. And it looks like that might be where it ends up. But we already know that. It might be the best for everybody because Al-Kazimi would stay in place. We'll get another year. Things will change. That's where we want it to go, where they don't. So, again, Sadar's whole thing is about the corruption, the framework within the corruption, 
But here's a news flash, and this is how they put it out too. News flash. The Minister of Finance resigned yesterday. The Minister of Finance resigned with a nine-page letter. Even though Al Kazimi tried to talk him out of it, even though the framework and other government members told him he can't resign because he was put there until a new government's in place and he's shirking his responsibilities and he's running away from pressure and everything else, Al Kazimi accepted his resignation and put the Minister of Oil also to become the Minister of Finance now. But we got to think, why did he resign when Parliament's been trying to call him in front of Parliament to explain all his decisions and everything else? He resigned for a very good reason. He said he resigned because the government is refusing to follow the white paper. The government is refusing to let him implement the programs that the white paper calls for, and the government is even refusing to let him implement the food security law that's already been approved. So why am I here? Why am I doing this? Why am I coming up with the perfect plan, which everybody says is a perfect plan, but there's no way to implement it because of the corruption? So he came out and said that today. We'll see later today. It's supposed to be made public, the whole nine pages. But he said there were too many corrupt people stealing the money. He said the rich government official countries, investors are stealing the money right now. He said right now. They are stealing the money. That's why nothing is being changed. Nothing's getting done. Nothing's getting implemented. And basically saying, I don't want to be a part of it. And I don't want to be implicated in this when it all goes down. So we're going to see. But he put it out there yesterday. A lot of people didn't like it, didn't like the way he said it. But that's what he said. We're going to see what the exact nine pages say hopefully later today or or tomorrow. But it is definitely, definitely coming out. People are getting tired of it. They didn't put everything that came out of the meeting with Al Kazimi. They did have it. They said they came to some kind of conclusions that the parliament session should resume soon. Now, this, again, is what... Amiri and representatives from the framework are saying. Because they're saying that's the only way it can happen. Everybody agrees it can happen that way if Sadar agrees to let it happen that way. But we don't know what other agreements or what he asked for in order for that to happen. Other than that, the thing is, when is he going to bring in 2 million people out and what is it going to look like? He thought it was going to be but he told him, don't do it. He thought that the court was going to make a decision before Friday or it was going to be really bad Saturday. Well, the court is now saying at least they will make a decision, but they're not going to do it until the 30th. That's the day they have given for their decision on whether or not they can dissolve Parliament is August the 30th. So in the meantime, in between time, we're going to see what's happening. Oil is still over $90. Everybody, and there's still articles out saying they have done everything they need to do to change the rate, but wait to see what direction the company, the country is going in. TBI is ready. They have a plan. Our banks already have been ready. Uh, they have a plan. They need to just make this decision so we'll know. So let's see what happens. No banks on standby. 
Nobody's at a call center. Nobody's at an exchange center because there's no reason to be there. Nobody's on alert. Not the markets, not the treasury, U.S. Nobody's putting out any information right now except it's done sitting waiting. All right, Ray, let's go. Okay. You can shut off whenever you want. Go do what you're doing. Like I said, we wait this late to get a call started. Well, you need to do it to you, too. But all right, go ahead. All right. We'll get these few questions. Cirque 7 says, do you have any tips to share on betting people who we hire after the money comes? On betting people. Right. That we hire. I can tell you this for you guys who don't know, because uh, I've been through it. If you know when something doesn't go the way it's planned, I, I, I don't call it failure, and I don't even call it losing. Well, I call it as lessons. So lessons learned. Just depends on how much it's going to cost me to learn that lesson. <laughs> But it is truly a lesson learned every time that it happens. When I was doing my own investing, guys, when I started with IPOs and that, and, uh, and I tell you guys, I made like 800000 my first year doing my own investment, IPOs and stocks and got involved in uh, Excel stock, everything else. Don't tell IRS that. Please, <laughs> Trust me, they as, as soon as I gave my money to a broker, because he convinced me, and I went into the office and I saw all his pictures on the wall and people he took pictures with and played golf with and everything else. And uh, he told me I never lost a client's money, blah, 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 blah. Because that's what it was. And then I gave him some money, and I tell you guys, I lost $85,000 in 15 minutes. Boom. Then the one stock, he told me to go $85,000 in 15 minutes. I called him, told him, get me out of it. I'm waiting, I'm looking, because I'm looking at my account. It's another 35000 gone. And I'm calling him back. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I got distracted. I had some people here. Wait, what the? You know, <laughs> but he never lost anybody's money. Yeah, I closed my account because I was like, you know, that's more money than I've ever lost in 15 minutes, and I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. You know, I made mean, 800000 though. But still, the fact of the matter is he had all the credentials. He had all the pictures. He could talk the talk. He just didn't walk the walk. But the company itself, which is a very known company all across the country, they did send me a letter. I did get me a legal point asking me did I want to file a complaint, charges, all that. And I didn't. At the time, I didn't think it was worth it. It was a lesson learned. It was an expensive lesson. And unfortunately, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I'll tell you this part. Well, I'm always honest with you, but I'm probably going to be uh, giving you too much information. So, uh, as I say, I didn't do it because he was a black guy and because he was the only black guy in that building <laughs> as a representative for that country was the only one, and I didn't, and I don't know how many other people did. I just didn't want to be the one to bring it down or bring something against it, even though it was wrong, absolutely wrong, and I should have went and got my money. I didn't, and I'm just telling you that's why I didn't. You probably didn't even need to know that. But if it was today, I don't know. I might be saying I want my money plus a percentage. Anyway, that's what I can't give you insight. And this, I wanted to tell you guys the experience, but the insight is simply whoever you get. If you look on our Twitter feed, it comes up all the time. Tells you don't hire the first person you talk to. 
tells you to interview at least seven financial advisors before you pick one. I want to tell you to interview their customers. Tell them to give you some experiences, stuff that they've recommended, and show you where you can see them. Because they say interview their customers, tell you what they think. Well, they're only going to give me the customers that are going to say something good about them anyway. I guarantee you that. We have no way of finding their bad customers because they'd be complete idiots to do that. But you can look at their records, their license, see if any complaints have been filed against them for mismanagement, mishandling, anything like that. Other than that, I can't tell you. You interview them, see who you like, who you feel comfortable with. Um, what I will tell you is don't just get one. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't let one person control your life. Don't do that. And as soon as you can, write your own checks. Make your own decisions. In the beginning, you're not going to be able to because you've never been involved in that arena. You don't know how to look at history of companies, investments, that. But you should learn as fast as you can so you can take your life into your own hands. All right, what's next? Okay. So while we're waiting for Ray, I don't know if you guys noticed or not, things are changing in Iraq and in Iran. Iran today, announced because it's Wednesday, that they basically agreed to all the terms of the nuclear agreement. But the condition they're waiting to hear. Now, they submitted their agreements today. Russia agreed with it. China agreed with it. Even the EU agreed with them. Hey, man, what they submitted... Their final request makes sense. So now we're all waiting for the U.S. to respond to see if this deal is back on. Guess what they're waiting on? The one thing that Iran insists on is guarantees that the situation with Trump will never happen again. They want guarantees that this time, They made an agreement with the U.S. and all their allies, and this is something that's going to happen with the world, that there's no way any other U.S. president can come in and do what he did and disrupt the entire globe. Sorry. But that's what happened. That's what they want to protect again. They want some guarantees that it won't be able to happen, and if it does, that the U.S. will be penalized. So that's the answer we're waiting for. Supposed to happen this afternoon by 5 o'clock. We're supposed to know this afternoon if there's a new nuclear deal for the world in place with Iran that everybody agrees on, which is going to change everything, which is going to remove the sanctions, which is going to free up Iraq, which means Iran doesn't need Maliki anymore. Is this going to have a domino effect like you wouldn't believe when that does happen? And uh, that's what we're waiting to see. So that was a big thing besides Iraq. All right, Ray, you back with us? Okay. Um, Yes. Rora H. was saying, the finance minister resigned yesterday. What impact do you think this will have on the RV process? <clears throat> Nothing on the RV process because the RV process is sitting with the CBI, and it's complete on both sides, Iraq and the U.S. Again, we're just waiting for the go and hope nothing happens in between. 
like what's being projected for Saturday, with 2 million people, I don't know that Sadar can control it, even though he put out the guidance. I don't know if you guys haven't seen it. He told them what they can and can't say. He said, do not chant his name. That's against the rules. Don't go against security. That's against the rules. He told them, don't go against the framework where all Iraqi brothers and sisters were all trying to get the same thing. The only difference, and so many things parallel our country, and I guess every country, to tell you the truth. The only difference is then is the framework has brainwashed some of them into believing something else. But we're all here for the same purpose, to make Iraq better, which they are. You guys, they're telling you they want to stay to the Constitution, believe in the government and the government rules, but yet they didn't when we voted in January. They didn't when we had the greatest number of people. They didn't when they convinced uh, the federal government to rule against the Constitution. Then they didn't care about the government. Then they didn't care about the rules. Now they're saying that's all they're about is this is the way we have to do it. All of a sudden, now they want to be the good guys and follow the rules. And he said all that. He said, don't let them fool you, because they are. Don't let them lead you blindly, because that's what you're doing. You're blindly following them and not opening your eyes to the reality of what's going on. So he spoke to both sides and said, we should be one group. But what he didn't do is let that faction within the framework who was putting out tweets and posts about it's time to shut them down, it's time to do this, and and, uh, trying to start conflict. He didn't give them Saturday, even though he had told the people to be weary of small groups that will come in and try and instigate and start things. So they're going to give dialogue a chance. I guess one more time. That's what today's meeting was about. We'll see as it comes out um, later tonight and tomorrow where we go from there. So, anyway, nothing. His, his resignation has nothing to do with the RV itself. It has more to do with the operation of the government, the stealing of the money. And he said that even that in the white people, and the process was to shut down auction so they could quit stealing money. He said, well, the auction was at $170 million when we decided to make the change, and today it's at $250 million. So they're stealing more than they did when we put the, the procedure in place to stop them. And he was just very frustrated with the whole thing of watching them steal money not implement the rules and continue with the corrupt leadership. So nothing to do with the RV, though. All right. I know I'm giving you guys long answers, but it's good information. All right, what's next, right. Let's see. Doby 45, Mike Diva 817, Money Merge, celebrating birthday today. And Sarah, she's been selling hers all this time. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday.
We'll go to 360, area because you are on. Well, let's see. I got to combine A and PM. Got I, guys? Right, Ray hey, and Tony as well. Hey, sir. What did you say? You got to combine what? I, afternoon, morning and afternoon. So it's good day. Oh, oh okay. Good day. I thought you were yeah. at A and PM buying something. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I wasn't. So, um, Tony, I, I've been reading those articles and so forth, too, and I think that, uh, just my humble opinion, that um, Sadar is counting on the um, participation of the people in numbers that he had predicted. And that I, I was looking at him, and it just dawned on me that there's a different perspective. He, he, in some respects, if he means it, um, Gandhi pulled off a peaceful transition of a government and a country. And Siddhar has that same opportunity, I think, with the exception maybe of demanding that the retributions for the sins of uh, a few, including in this specifically Maliki, that those have to be atoned for. And if he, if everything goes according to Hoyle, and it's bad enough, but good enough, that he'll be able to just get the government dissolved, that they won't have a choice. Do you agree with that or no? No, they all agree with that. Everybody agrees. Uh, even the French are now agree. Amiri agrees. Um, the Kurds all agree that they have to dissolve politics. So that's not the question. The question is, how do they dissolve politics? What is the process that they go through? Now, the framework has the correct process. That's what they should do. The only thing is, I don't trust you to do what's right, though. So we can't do what's right because I don't trust you. You lie all the time, you're corrupt. And if I give you that power and authority, because that's what he's going to be doing by putting a new government in, you're going to change the rules in your favor. Or you're going to say, well, you know what, situation changed, so now we can't do it. And now we got to go through this whole thing when he's saying, this is our last opportunity. That's the dark thing right now. If we don't do it right now, guys, it's never going to happen. You're going to have control of our country forever. So you know where Maliki's been in that corner fighting for his very life? Well, Siddhartha says that's where we are as a people. This is it. If we don't take advantage of it right now, it's not going to come again because what comes after this is total destruction. Everybody loses, and the country goes back to square one. And that's what he mentioned today. The international community will take control of our country once again. This is our only chance for us to do it. So they know it's going to happen. It's just how. And I can't get mad at Siddhar not personally because Maliki well, never does what he says he's going to do. The framework never done what they said they're going to do, or they wouldn't be where they are now. They've always used the corruption. There's one saving grace. One saving grace is if that Iranian deal is signed this afternoon by the U.S., and all they got to do is say, hey, if another president comes around and decides, I don't like the deal, do you agree to whatever I ran for? Everybody says it's reasonable what they're asking for. We don't know yet because they haven't shown us. But if that happens and they no longer need Maliki because they no longer need Iraq for survival, that could change the whole game. You think that uh, acquiescing um, from the Iranians on the contract is equivalent to the value of Maliki? No, no, no. Yeah. It's not equivalent to the value of Maliki. It's just the fact they don't need Iraq anymore. They don't need Maliki. He's just their puppet. <laughs> they can probably find another one, but he's the strongest puppet they have and in position to keep things going. It's not him they want to 
the value that they're getting out of a rap. If somebody else was able to deliver that, they take them. But no. Yeah. You know, this is what we've been saying for the last 10 years. This is the only way their country has survived has been stealing money from Iraq through Maliki, through the framework and his whole group. But if they signed the agreement today, the U.S. removes the sanctions. I don't care if it's Saturday or next week or the effect is the first of the month. They get hundreds of billions of dollars coming in from where? All the other countries that they were doing business with before. They can now renew them. Now they don't need to rape and pillage Iraq. Now they don't need Malik except for what? The agreements they made with al which were legitimate on the electricity and that, even though they lost half of that already to Germany and Saudi Arabia, they said, good, we don't need it anymore because now we have our other deals back. That's the big picture. That's what we're looking at. That's what we've been hoping to happen. Once the uh, nuclear deal went back, and we've been looking for this for years, if you guys didn't know it. Remember, I've always told you this is what's been holding it back. Iran fight for their survival. Well, once that deal is closed, Iraq's going to look like a whole different country to everybody. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> hey, thanks. Hey, Ray, thanks for you on the road to so you'll get on the bus. It's appreciated. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. You bet. All right. 651, Eric. 651. Hey, Ray. Hey, Tony. It's, uh, hey. Ron Ma- hey. It's Ron Mexico. Um, it's my birthday, guys. I want to thank you for making my entire year uh, just what is it, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, a celebration. But today's my birthday, so I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I wanted to ask you. No, thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you feel, and it's just a feeling, I'm just asking in your opinion, uh, do you you feel confident that um, Biden's cognitive abilities have not declined at all and that he is the, the right one to be in charge of this for our country right now. And with that, guys, uh, the, the, the secondary part of the question would be, um, do you think we're going to see this by the end of the month? And I'll tune out. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Guys, right. um, I, I, I do feel confident in Biden's and, and this is why. Because he is the president of the United States. But as uh, Joe mentioned, has already proved several times, uh, along with, uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name. Ray, there's a lot of noise. Um, yeah, that See, whatever the lady's name is, he doesn't actually run the country. I mean, he, he tries to make decisions, good decisions, but if he doesn't have the votes, the exact number of votes, as we know, and one makes all the difference in the world right now, nothing goes through. So it's not just him. It's the ability for him to, yeah, cinema. there you go. Thank you, cinema. yeah. It's the ability for him to make sense to everybody because he needs every single vote every single time. It's not like he has a majority anywhere. I haven't seen anything actually that he has actually done himself, said or put into effect, that has affected anything significant in this country at all, because he didn't control the price of gas when it went up. That had all to do with COVID and the Ukraine war and everything else. He didn't control any one of those. He did, however, go over to Saudi Arabia 
last month met with those countries, and they all agreed to put out more oil. And then the fact that they did agree prior to the OPEC meeting, then OPEC agreed. That shit, our members already agreed, <laughs> which has affected the fact that oil has gone down, what, now 60 days in a row. But nobody wants to give them credit for that, along with the economy. And I got to look at if we're talking about things that are affecting us and the, the dinar, everything else. Everybody talked about a recession, recession, cause of recession. And we got over 500,000 jobs last month. We got help wanted signs everywhere you can look. I mean, I'm looking everywhere I go is help wanted. <laughs> and I don't understand all these people not wanting jobs. And, you know, I'm going in places, what about this or that? And they say, well, we don't have enough people. We don't have any employees. We can't do this. We can't do that. And they got help warning signs on the front door. And I wonder, what the hell are these people doing? They're in recession, but the price of gas is going down. Help warning is going up. And that, and they're talking about there's a recession. Except yesterday I saw a news. I don't know if you guys saw it. They're saying, oh, what, what recession? Where is it? People thought it was going to be a recession. I think I said that two or three months ago, a week ago, when we were talking about it. I didn't see it. As far as uh, is he capable? Do I think we're going to see it this month? No. I don't think we're going to see it this month because the federal court set the date on the 30th, and when they set a date, they drag it all the way out to that date for some reason or another. They just go, nope, we got time. We got time. We'll just talk, 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 because that's all we're seeing. That's the one thing I liked about Sadar is he said, enough talking, do something. One way or the other, do something. And now, because of the meeting with Al Kazimi yesterday, everybody's saying they got these four points, which we already knew that, form the government, announce a new president of the republic, announce a new prime minister, then decide the rules when, where, and how we're going to have a new vote. Well, that was nothing new, but that's what they came out with. If Sadar agrees to that, then this thing will be over. Well, what is there new for him to agree to except for the fact they said, okay, we won't have to stay me as the prime minister. We will appoint somebody else. And then they're saying somebody else that Sadar will agree with. Well, how many people we got to go through with before that happens? Because he didn't agree with that guy because he said he's a Maliki puppet. Well, how come the next guy is not going to be a Maliki puppet? I'm just kind of dragging out why I don't think so. Now, if they agree that Al Kazimi could stay in until that happens, this thing be old whip before Friday gets here. Because then, okay, this guy's in charge. I know he's going to do what we said. We're going to change the rules. And in six months or a year, we'll vote again. But that's not what Maliki and them want. They don't want him to be in charge for six months or six days. Why not if we're going to have a new election? I'm with Siddharth. Because you think you can put somebody in there and change things. But we'll see what happens. So, no, I don't think it will happen by the end of the month. I think it's still going to happen. I think if I was you, I'd still be buying Dong every week. And if you can afford it, I'd be buying enough because the price of oil is going up even more than what we see it today. But it's going to be during the winter months, like they said, by the end of the year. may not be 190, 200, but I think it might reach that 130 point, and we'll be even better for it. All right, Ray? Okay. 610, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. And since we're past the bottom of the hour, I am going to keep it to the short version. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community 
to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City, that's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track the payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, in that same block, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number in that same block. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. We do appreciate you. All right. You're very, very welcome. All right, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Is this it? This is it. Oh, okay. All right, guys. So, um, again, there was a lot of information. Things are moving forward, without a doubt. We're going to come to some kind of conclusion. Uh, I'm actually thinking we should be happy that the march isn't happening on Saturday. That means Sadar is at least thinking about whatever they offered him. Uh, Again, he doesn't want it to come down to riots in the streets. So that, in fact... And as of his good self, maybe there is a solution possible. And this thing can end up faster than we know. So, uh, two things we should be hoping for. There is a new nuclear agreement today. Let that be over one obstacle. Iran be free. They'll be rejoicing. They can be back part of the world again. They don't need Iraq as much. They won't hold on as tight that can take away some of the power from Maliki in the framework and we can actually get this thing done. Also, if there is an agreement out there between them between now and Saturday, so we could see this maybe by the end of the month. I'm thinking that the court actually gave August the 30th because they're hoping it is completed and done agreements in place before then. Well, I know they are. That's why they stretch it out that far. So, but because their agreement is stuck in place, doesn't mean there's going to be an RV the day after they announce the street. Actually, something's going to have to happen and we're going to see it before they actually announce the RV. But it's a good thing. So, no bad news. Nobody's at the bank. Nobody's at the call center. Nobody's at the exchange center. There's no high alert, anticipation, nothing until we find out what happens after this. But this is it. There's nowhere to go after this. If everything's all done, they're saying it all around the world is done, done. We're just waiting. So in the meantime, in between time, you should be buying as much as you can and preparing as much as you can for when it happens. As it's about to happen. So, do what I'm going to do with the rest of your day. Okay? 
Be super fantastic and share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us for Up Day Wednesday. We'll talk to you again on Fantabulous Earth Friday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
don't remember anything else. I believe. Remember this. Your storm is over. I believe. Your rain is gone away. Clouds have moved. I believe. To stop conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press star. This session is no longer being recorded.